Hey travelers, welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Life's a Voyage. I'm Tot. You all know me. I like to travel. And now we're back with another episode with Dip. I also like to travel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We talked all about her business on another podcast episode, and today we're going to bring it back to traveling. Um, She has a very beautiful little business, Dippy Girl Art, which you can find all the links down below if you'd like to go support her, and then listen to the other episode about all things business. Yes, all things Dip. So today we're going to talk a little bit about travel. So, you know, that one's going to come out first. So they kind of know who you are and what Mm -hmm. you're about. Mm -hmm. But like, let's talk about your travel, like history. Let's start with like, what sparked your interest in travel, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, I've always loved traveling. Um, My family used to go on vacation every year at the end of August to either North Carolina or Virginia. A couple times went to Florida. So that was always really fun. And then um, we, we would always drive and the drive was always like, like the worst and best part, like so chaotic, but there are always so many memories and stuff. So how big's your family? Like uh, I have three brothers. And oh, then, okay. so it's me, three boys. They're all younger than me. I'm 23. Two of them are 22 and one is 21. Okay. Um, and so then my parents. Yeah. Chaos. <laughs> yes. Very chaotic. And, um, but they would always take us and like, we had so many good memories. And then when I was a uh, senior in high school, I went to um, France and England for my senior trip and my mom came with me. That's a and sweet senior trip. It was awesome. I went to fucking Wildwood, New Jersey. Yeah, like, no, not <laughs> of that. Yeah, every year um, there were a couple teachers that would take the, like, the seniors on a trip internationally. Like, every other year I think they do, like, Italy. They did Poland one year, like. Damn. Yeah, so it's really cool um, and I was very lucky and that definitely, like, really made me feel like okay like there's so much out here like the world is so big Mm -hmm. and this is so cool and so fun and so that was like the first time I was like whoa like this This is is awesome yeah Yeah. cool yeah um and so that was your senior year you were probably like 17 or 18 yeah I was 17 and at that point you that was like the first time you left the country yeah so other than Canada which like we're in upstate New York so it's literally like an hour away and doesn't doesn't really count count. Yeah. yeah it doesn't count um, so that was the first time that I had gone internationally and that was my first time on a plane. Um, I had never flown before then, uh, but it was, it was such a great experience and like just really made me want to go everywhere. Yeah. Literally everywhere. And as like such a young girl and like traveling and like obviously you were in a group and with your mom so like that probably felt like really safe but like what was there any moment like on that trip where you kind of like were kind of awestruck or like like anything that really like you know burned into your memory uh from that trip there are like several instances that I remember like just being like wow I remember we went to Notre Dame Mm. um which was really cool and we also um, went to, I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's like this little island. Um, but in, I think the summer, all of the water, uh, Mont Saint-Michel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Thank you. Glad yep. you knew that. <laughs> um, we went there and I remember being there. Yeah. And just being like, this is literally a different world. Like this is like, I am in 1800s, like Harry Potter, like, but it's real, like it's yeah. real. And it was just so beautiful. Like that, that was one of those times where I was like, wow. And I was 17, so I didn't, uh, like, appreciate it as much as I do now, but 
it was definitely cool. Oh, and seeing the Eiffel Tower. Like that yeah. was that Eiffel was cool. Tower at night for the first time with the like glittering and yeah. everything is just like amazing. Teary eyed. Yeah, like, we oh, this is romance. Yeah, <laughs> we we actually we went up to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Like yeah. we went inside it and stuff, and that was like so awesome. And I definitely want to go back to France um, again now that I'm like older and just more appreciative of things because I think when I was 17 I was like well like yeah I'm in France like yeah that's I don't know like let's drink or like I don't know what I thought I was doing but yeah <laughs> it's just like so new and like exciting and you just you don't even know what's yeah, going on exactly half of the time. exactly yeah. but it was nice because it was a really good way to like be introduced to traveling because um my the the leader of the trip was our French teacher and she had a bunch of family in France. Um, so she like knew everything and we had like a tour guide who was really cool. Um, and everything was like set up for us and we had, we had free time. So there was like, we had, we had some freedom for being like 17, 17 yeah. like in a foreign country. Like we were able to go like for like two hours alone. Um, but yeah. you know, I was with my mom and yeah. it, it was, it was just great. It was great to be there with her. That's a good yeah. experience. Yeah. I feel like um, like London, France, and like Ireland or Scotland are really good first countries to travel to because like I also, those were my first countries. Mm -hmm. Like London was my first country mm -hmm. or the UK. Yeah. I, Who yeah. am I? London, the country. <laughs> <laughs> the country, London. Yes. <laughs> um, but London was my first city. And mm -hmm. then we went to Ireland and then we went to France cool. and it was just like, it's such a good way to ease into foreign travel because mm -hmm. you aren't hitting like the culture shock of a different language right away. And like in France, like, yeah, people speak French, but like, I would say like 80% of people speak no, English. English. Yeah. Um, so like if you just start speaking English, typically like they'll just respond yeah, in English. They're able to like, especially when you're going to like the touristy places, yeah, like they know, then they know. And like, that just makes it so much more comfortable and like, easier to just yeah. like kind of immerse yourself in it yeah and I think like also like the fact that they did speak English or like the language barrier wasn't too severe um and we had someone who did speak French with us and I had my mom there to like make me just yeah. feel safe in general um I think that it just was a really good like first experience and it like set me up for for, for the rest yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah um, so you've kind of done a, a couple different types of travel, um, that I would like to talk about. Um, one of them that I'm most excited to talk about is like solo female travel, you so. know, traveling alone as a woman is hard, um, and presents itself with like different challenges mm -hmm. that like, you know, men don't have to face, mm -hmm, especially sure. when they're not like tiny little girls. Yes. So, um, this is something that I like to talk about a lot because I, I was one of those young girls that was scared out of traveling alone. Like everyone just turned me off of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of waited much longer than I wanted to, to do the things I wanted to do because I didn't have anything, anyone to do them with. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of talk about your solo travel experience. Yeah. So I moved to Australia in February, 2019 um, and I did a couple group trips, but then towards the end, I went from Bali, I think from Bali to Sydney. Um, and I was in Sydney alone. I was in Bali with a couple friends, mm -hmm. but I flew from Bali to Sydney by myself and I was in Sydney for about four days. And then I went to Cairns, which is a little ways up. Um, I flew there and I was there for three or four days. Um, 
and it was like the best thing I've ever done in my entire mm -hmm. life. I would travel alone uh, like in a second, like regardless of all the risks and there are yeah. risks and I will certainly touch on that. Um, but when I went to Sydney, that was like one of the most life-changing experiences I've ever had. And I stayed in a hostel and mm -hmm. um, it was awesome. Like it was a really cool hostel. I had a like a four person room to myself. The, the morning I got there, um, there was a girl in the room and she was leaving. She was from, I think like Italy or something. And she invited me to have breakfast with her. Aww. And like, we just got to talking and stuff. And so that was like right out the gate, like awesome experience. Like, yes. okay, that was fun. Um, and when I was in Sydney, I did like, I went to um, the White Rabbit Gallery, um, which is put on by Chippendale, I think. And that was, I, I'm obviously into art. Yes. Um, and so I love to go to museums and stuff. And I love doing that on my own. So I went to the Sydney Museum of Contemporary Art, I think it's called. Um, and that was amazing. And I was there for hours. And I walked there um, from my hostel or whatever. And I just, I spent so long in there. And I saw an art piece that like, I still think about to this day. Mm -hmm. So that was like, really like a big point and then I remember after that sitting outside um eating like a, a subway sandwich no that's a lie I was eating a Burger King Impossible Whopper um, <laughs> in Sydney Australia yeah, yes um and I was sitting in the grass listening to Kid Cudi and looking at the Sydney Opera House and I was like what the fuck You're like, like bro I'm fucking out here I literally was like looking around like yo I'm literally in Australia by myself right now, like outside the art museum eating a burger. Like I am <laughs> happy right now. That is beautiful. Yeah. And so it was just like really cathartic. I went to uh, the Sydney Botanical Gardens and I did a lot of journaling there. Um, I went to Bondi Beach and I had a really positive experience there. It was beautiful. And I met someone else. This I was at a restaurant and this guy came over and just started talking to me, not like in a creepy or weird way, like yeah. just wanted to just like make conversation. And that was like so cool because people just don't really do that in the States. No. Like they really don't. And even like even when I was just like on the uh, west coast of Australia, like it just wasn't like that. And I don't know if it was because I was alone or like what, but it was it was really nice. And like I'll also never forget that. Like it was just so cool to have someone like just just literally come you. in and just be like like let's talk yeah. It, it, yeah it never really happened to me before so I feel like that is like uh I guess not European because Australia is not European but like I think he was European though. Oh, okay so, yeah <laughs> I feel sure like it's a very European thing for not only for people to dine alone which I used to do a lot when I, love it. When I was younger. I, I used to like go to movies alone. Like I loved spending time yeah. alone. And then I met Adam and I was like, well, now I can't ever do anything Yeah, alone. now we're just going to be Sucks. besties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like in Europe, like people will just approach you because they're also like alone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, why not just like approach random people? And like um, people are more talkative like on the subway or like mm -hmm. in transit, like I'll like talk to people in lines, but in America, like I'm like that. I'm like that bitch. That's like, I want to talk to everyone. But in America, like no one wants to talk to me. Yeah. Like no one is interested in starting conversation. Yeah. And I think that was like one of the biggest, not like culture shocks, but definitely something I realized where it was like, okay, these people are like, 
I don't know if it's like the air or like what's going on, but they're, yeah, they're cooler (laughs) and they're friendlier and like just generally all around better vibes going on, like for sure. Um, So Sydney was like seriously life-changing. That was one of the best trips I've ever been on. Um, And I was so happy that I did it alone because that was my first solo experience and it was like so overwhelmingly positive. Like it gave me again the like courage or confidence that I could continue to do things like mm-hmm. that. Um, Cause I was also like so scared. Like I'm literally on the other side of the world completely alone. Like mm-hmm. that is stressful. Like, and you hear all the horror stories, right? So like, lots of horror stories. Um, so when you moved to Australia, what were you doing there? Were you working, studying? Um, I was going to school. So I did like a study abroad program um, my sophomore year of college and I was there from February to June, and I was taking classes at Murdoch University, which is in Perth, Western Australia, Um, but schooling there is very different and very, very, very chill, so it was not a lot of schooling at all. Um, The way their system was set up, it was like you had class once a week for like two hours, Um, yeah, literally, like... That sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and you have, like, three homework assignments for the entire year, and, like, they kind of count a lot, but, like... But it's only three of them. Yeah, so it's, like, fine, and, like, attendance isn't really mandatory or anything, and you can look up all the notes online. So it was like, bro, I'm not going to class right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the beach, <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Yeah. So I was going to school, and um, I was a biology major in college, so I was taking marine biology. I took... Um, indigenous philosophy i think it was called which was really cool um what else did i take i can't even remember what else i yeah. took but i'm so fascinated by the indigenous culture of australia it, it was, was so fascinating it was really cool and um I, I didn't work when i was there i had like saved up a bunch of money beforehand but i was just going to school um and that class my my professor would always come in barefoot he never wore shoes so that was always like Sir. I love that. No socks and no <laughs> shoes. Um, but that was a really cool class, and I learned a lot. Um, and all my classes were just, like, very unique. Like, I could never take a marine biology class at the college that I went to. They just didn't have anything like that. Um, There's no oceans here. Correct. <laughs> um, unfortunately. Yeah, it is unfortunate. But it was – the education I got was really cool, very interesting. Um, and, yeah, then – we had, oh, we also had a lot of breaks. Like, the way it worked out, like, I was able to travel so much because we would just have, like, 10-day breaks. I, ha- I had two or three 10-day breaks the time I was there. That's insane. Plus other breaks, like, that were, like, a couple days. But there were two or three 10-day ones. So I would use those to travel for right. 10 days. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of – a lot of – life and not a lot of school okay that's cool I feel like that um I just did an episode with my friend Becca and she was talking about how she studied abroad in Spain and she said it was like very chill and it would be like everyone would just leave school and then like go get dinner and then go to the bar and then go to the club on a Tuesday night and then everyone would kind of roll out of bed hungover and like go to class the next day together so like I feel like that's the best way to experience studying abroad because I didn't study abroad Mm. because I was like I'm not going to do school like yeah I'd rather just study or just travel yeah so I was like let me just get out of school as fast as possible and then 
go travel. Go travel. <laughs> so that was kind of my approach to it. But mm-hmm. that sounds like the best way to kind of do it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely good. Um, and like very thankful that I was able to get an education at another school and kind of just like see what that was like. And it was a much bigger university than where I went to school in the States. So mm-hmm. it was just a lot like it was a very different experience and it was really cool. And they had bubble tea on campus, which was literally like dangerous, but yeah, we amazing. We had it at RIT. Yeah, like, oh yeah, very you have dangerous. Tai Chi? Or no, have? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Kung Fu? No, it's not even like a chain. I oh. don't even know if they still have it, but it was like in our global market. They had oh, just like yeah. one little bubble tea stand. Yeah, see, like I'd be done for, like bubble yeah. tea daily. Yeah, I definitely gained some serious weight Yeah, the amount of tapioca <laughs> I, pearls I ate. I gained several pounds abroad, which is fine for yeah. sure, but I was drinking a lot of, they call they call wine goon there. I was drinking a lot of goon and eating a lot of Macca's, which is oh, McDonald's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's great. Yeah, but it was good. That's I was living my best do. life. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was happy. <laughs> um, so while you were studying abroad mm-hmm. in Australia, did you um, live with a host family? No. So I lived on campus. We had like an apartment. Um, and the program that we did, there were, I think, 12 girls total in the program. Um all foreign no all american okay so actually that's a lie one girl was from london okay um so one girl was from london but all the rest of us were american we were all from the east coast like it was all new jersey new york like rhode island um so i had one roommate her name was coral and we lived in this little apartment with three other roommates who were all from asia i think I don't remember where they were from, actually. Um, But they were all from different parts of Asia. Um, And they were all very nice, very cool. Um, But it was, like, four rooms. Then we had a kitchen and, like, a living area. And there were two bathrooms. It was pretty big. Yeah. And it was definitely really fun um, to, like, have a... Is that, like, the people you traveled with? Like, the people in your cohort? Or, like, who were you traveling with? Yeah, so I went through AIFS, which is one of the biggest, like, travel like study abroad companies or whatever. Um, and they had like a lot of trips set up already. So if you were in AIFS, you could just go on these trips that they had already had planned. So we did one like me and all those people and actually like a couple other people from different study abroad companies were able to do it too. Um, but we did like all of the Northwest and, um, all of the Southwest of Australia, like the coastline, um, over, I think I think those were 10 day trips Um, and it was like all driving through and it was just like we had a big bus and we had um, there was one girl who was like closer to our age a little older who was like our chaperone or whatever but she was like literally two years older than us yeah she Um, had just done it before yeah (laughs) yeah literally like the year before Um, so that was that was really cool and it was nice because they also had like a travel agent at the school so you could just go in there and be like yo I want to go to Thailand and they would be like okay well here's what we have for Thailand like here's you can like pick like this experience and this package or whatever like we'll book all the flights for you all that so it was really um like traveling was very accessible and obviously like there are a lot of things that are close right like Australia I guess kind of uh, close, yeah. close, <laughs> relative yeah, to like, like to being here. on the other side of the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it was cool to like have a lot of different options that obviously mm-hmm. like I wouldn't really be able to consider while I was here. Was um, it more affordable? I, you know, <sighs> yes and no. Like it was 
kind of expensive because it was like they were like booking everything for you and like obviously like you know you have to take like a fee for all that and yeah. whatever um and so there were a couple times where I felt like they were trying to get me to stay in a hostel that like maybe they got like higher commission on because right. it was like an AIFS like partnered one or whatever um so sometimes I felt kind of like they were just trying to like get their bag yeah get yeah. their bag exactly um so there were a couple instances where I would just like do my own research and just like book my own hotel or hostel or whatever right. we were doing um but for the most part I felt like it was really really helpful because there were things that I didn't even know that I could do um right. like for example when I left Sydney to go to Cannes like I had obviously booked the trips like in conjunction and for Cannes, I did the Great Barrier Reef. Right. And that was um, like a whole experience that I paid for. It was like $600 mm -hmm. and it included like like snorkeling in the reef for the day. I was supposed to go in like a helicopter, um, like food, like the boat, all this stuff. Like it, it was like a whole package that otherwise I would have had to book everything separately. separately and it would have been a mess and it would have transportation just, between yeah, things like, yeah yeah so it was all in one spot so it was like I'd rather just pay more money for the convenience of it because right. I don't want to fuck it up like yeah because I could and so I and think also sometimes when they do things like that when they like have that package it's just a better experience because they they like um they know how much time you're going to take at each thing. Mm -hmm. They put you like in their transportation. So like yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, I could do this way cheaper, but it's also like, but it's going to be a pain in the ass and yeah. it's not going to be as enjoyable. And that's the thing. It was like, I wanted it to be like not stressful. And like I said, I had saved up money for this exact purpose. Like mm -hmm. I can spend more so that I don't waste my time. Like yeah. either messing something up. Cause like, I don't really know. Like I was 18 years old, 19 years old, like trying to, book a trip like right I don't know anything so I could have very easily messed it up or done yeah. something wrong like so it was just it was just better for them to do it yeah. um but I also like learned a lot just from watching them and now like now I have much more knowledge about like where to look for things and mm -hmm. like how to how to book things and stuff Yourself, so yeah, yeah. so yeah, it was good. How did you um, save up money before going? And like, what what was kind of your savings plan? Because a lot of people that like listen or something, they're like, oh, well, yeah, I could probably get to studying abroad with like scholarship, but like, I don't know how to like save money to travel while I'm there. Like that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. So do you have any like things I, that you did? I just knew that I was gonna go abroad. Like I knew like a year and a half before I was going. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of always had that in the back of my mind, like just put money away. Um, and I was working, I love to work. Working is like yeah. my hobby <laughs> at this point. Business owners tend yeah. to be just workaholics. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I worked a lot um, the summer before. Um, I worked at a golf course and I just like would work like 50, 60 hour weeks and just grind and save up money. Cause it was like, when I'm there, I do not want to be not doing stuff because I don't have the money. So right. it was really just like discipline, like mm -hmm. just looking at the bigger picture and being like, okay, I'm not going to buy this coffee right now because in six months I'm going to want to go skydiving. Right. And like, or I'm going to buy this coffee in Australia. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, it was really just a lot of like talking myself out of spending money. Right. Um, and just like working my ass off pretty much. Um, I find that like whenever I really want to save for something, 
maybe not so much anymore, but when I was younger, I would just like work so much that I didn't have time to spend money. Yeah. I'd be like, this is great. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm making money and I'm not spending it. Yeah. And that was the other thing is I was working so much. I wasn't doing anything like, so I was just saving all the money. But I think the biggest tip is just like literally discipline and also kind of try to set like a, like a goal for yourself. So you like definitely have some money to play with. Right. Um, Cause you don't want to go anywhere and not have any money to do anything. Yeah. That would suck. That happened when we went to Europe. We had the money, but like we didn't want to spend mm-hmm. it because, well, we had like a budget for the trip and it was like, I don't know, like $2,500 per person or something like yeah. that, including everything we did for two weeks. Wow. And Good like, deal. yeah, we did a great <laughs> job. I was like, looking back, like I was kind of, we like spent a lot of money on that yeah. trip for like how much we did, but it was actually like. For, like, one of my first trips I ever, like, planned by myself internationally. Like, we did pretty good. Yeah. Um, off. Yeah. Uh, but I was, like, in Paris, and I wanted to sh- see a show at the Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. But, like, I hadn't budgeted that in. I was, like, oh, like, if we get yeah. there and we have enough money left, like, we'll go. Yeah. We did not. <laughs> and yeah. I was, like, oh, we'll just go next time. And I, to this day, I'm, like, I should have gone. Yeah. Because then the pandemic hit. We were supposed to go back th- in 2020 mm-hmm. and do that then. Obviously couldn't, and like now I'm like I'm never going well, to you definitely not gotta spend go. the money. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is my mom, like my mom is so supportive, and like the whole time she was always like she's the one who like encouraged me to go abroad and to just like do it because I was so scared. But she was like, "Bro, you're literally gonna hate yourself if you don't go. Like, right. you have to do this." And she was always like, "Adele, like the money situation, like." You you just need to experience it, and like you can worry about the money later. Like, yeah. Because this is a once in a lifetime. And yeah. she's right. Like, looking back on it, it really was such a unique experience that I'll never be able to have again that, like, the money is so irrelevant. Yeah, that it is. Whatever. And that's, like, one of the things, like, I just posted something the other day that was, like, travel because your money will return, your time mm-hmm. won't. And, like, obviously don't be, like, fiscally irresponsible mm-hmm. and, like, blow all your money on traveling. Yeah. Like, pay your bills. But at the same time, it's, like just fucking do it yeah. like just go spend that money Literally. and like don't worry about if you're supposed to buy a house or like some yeah. other bullshit that you're supposed to do with yeah, your money some it's societal like, norm bullshit yeah, yeah like I just spend all my money on travel pretty much yeah and that's like that's the goal yeah like, I definitely um that's another reason I love having my own business because I I'm hoping that it'll give me the flexibility to travel like I really haven't been anywhere because of the pandemic um recently right. but I'm hoping in the next like year or two to get, get out of the country out and just like see something like yeah I've been in Rochester for so long I feel that yeah I, feel that. I mean we're starting to be able to travel I more, know but like uh feeling yeah. stuck here sometimes Very is stuck, hard yeah. especially because it was like like I you know like you were doing so much before and yeah. then it was just like okay now we're stagnant yeah it feels like that sometimes yeah. but great time to focus on business it <laughs> is it is <laughs> um Okay, uh, what other, so besides your Australia experience, have you done any other travel experiences? Yeah, so um, after, I, I said I went to Bali, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bali was also the best place ever. Um, that whole string, really, I went from Bali to Sydney to Cairns. That was just a good time for me. Yeah, um, I mean, it sounds like a yeah, good time. Yeah, like, I really <laughs> couldn't complain. Um, but Bali, I went with three of my friends and it was such a great experience. It was very different. Um, Most people there didn't speak English. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And we did, we were in Bali, I think for three or four days, but we kind of traveled around a little bit. Um, And we stayed, or was that in Thailand? No, no, this was in Bali. We stayed at a couple islands, Mm -hmm. um, which was really nice to see like more local Mm -hmm. um, vibes, I guess, the more local way of life. And I was with three girls, so it was, like, really nice. And I definitely didn't feel, like, there were times where we would be out, like, at night and we would have to walk kind of far back to our place, and it was, like, a little stressful, but having friends there definitely made that, like, so much easier. Right. Definitely took away that stressful part of traveling. Right. Um, Yeah, so I did Bali, and that was a maze. And then I went to Thailand as well with my friend Leah, and... Thailand was nuts. And then um, after Thailand, I went to Singapore. Mm. And Singapore was also nuts. Yeah. Um, like, and, the, like the um, cleanest city or whatever, something it, like that. It was beautiful. Like, yeah. it for real, like, was so clean. You can't and chew just, gum in Singapore. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I didn't. I could be slightly wrong. On that. I, think it, I think it's Singapore. I but know, like, like, I believe you. They got a lot of rules there. Yeah, they're um, really strict. Yeah, they are. It's very stressful. Um, but yeah, Singapore was really cool. I went up on, you know, in Crazy Rich Asians, the big boat building. Mm-hmm. I went and ate dinner there. Um, and then we like snuck into the club situation there. And that was like so cool. That's so fun. And we spent so much money on dinner. I was like, I should not be here right now. I like, can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, like I got something so small because it was like this is this yeah. is a lot right now we're we're on our last legs money wise so because yeah. it was like towards the end of um my abroad experience so I was like Jesus Christ like shouldn't be here right now yeah um but yeah those trips were really great and it was really fun to be with other people um and to just experience that and my friend Leah we had gone to college together so mm-hmm. I had known her before um and it was nice to just like have a familiar face and have someone that I know um, and was friends with back home to like go and share that with. Right. Um, yeah, it was really great. Bali was definitely like, like I would go back there in a second, like what honeymoon there. It was literally the most beautiful place I've ever been. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just great. Yeah. I really want to go out there. Um, we have plans now. Well, tentative plans because one of my best friends just moved to Australia. Oh, no way. Um, because she met a boy. Oh. So Australian boy? Yes. Good for on, her. On the Tinders. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for sister. Um, but so she just moved out there and, you know, may the may the gods be in our favor yeah. to let us go to Australia and check it out yeah. and hopefully do uh, Bali while we're over there. Yeah. And do you know what part she moved to? She moved to Brisbane. Oh, awesome. That would be so fun. That's like... Yeah. Yeah, that would be so great. And it looks beautiful. You should, um, I didn't get to go over to New Zealand, but if yes. you had the time, you should definitely do that. I had a couple friends that went there and they were like, bro, it was literally like Lord of the Rings. Like, yes, type quite vibes. literally. Yeah, like, so yeah. cool. Yeah, we'll make a big trip out of it if if um, we can in the next like year to mm-hmm. two years, like take a, a decent amount of yeah. time to like, because once you get over there, like getting there is hard yeah, and then you have to adjust to the time and then it's expensive to get there. And then once you're there, it's like a little bit easier. Yeah. And that was the other thing. It was like such a long flight to Australia, like so expensive, so ridiculous. But 
my tickets to Thailand were like less than a hundred dollars, yeah. like round trip. It was like yeah. ridiculous. Like so you could cheap. not do that here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, not even New York City. I can't fly from Rochester it's to New literally York City. Like two hundred dollars. Yeah, for two hundred dollars, I'm like, I'll drive. Okay, fine. Yeah, literally. It's so crazy. Ugh, yeah, it's it. nuts. Um, the one thing Trump said he was gonna do was lower domestic flight prices, and he didn't do it. Lies. <laughs> yeah, not I surprising. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but oh, what was I gonna say? What were we just talking about? Thailand trip. Um, cheap air flights. Oh yeah. Um. So I think that. Like, once you get to Australia, there's so many places. Like, my friends went to Tasmania. Yes. Like, Actually, we were talking about really? that. Yeah. It looked amazing. Like, it looked great. Um, you should go. Yeah. You should just, like, honestly hit them all, like, yeah. in a triangle or something. But, yeah, there's a lot of, like, really unique places. I never thought I would go to Singapore. I never thought I would go to Bali. Like, but I did, and you it did was it. awesome. And you did it you know, without someone protecting you and like yeah. telling you what to do at every minute. And yeah. like, that's the cool thing is that, you know, some people will never, never go anywhere yeah. because they don't have someone that you yeah. know, will protect them while yeah. they're traveling. And it's like, you just got to do it. You can't let yeah. the fear you stop have you to do it. And, um, going back to what you're talking about before with like risks and stuff. When I was in cans that like, Great Barrier Reef was number one thing on my bucket list. Like, wanted to do that since I was out the womb. Like, literally my whole life. So that was, like, a really, really amazing experience. But as a female solo traveler, like, it it did get stressful. And that made me realize, like, one, like, it it for real is dangerous out here. Like, it really is stressful. Um, Did you have, like, a situation or? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, uh, trigger anyone or, like, upset anyone. Okay, um, well, trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning. Um, when I was on the boat in Cairns, one of the um, instructors, I guess, Yeah. he saw that I was alone and he asked me if I wanted to snuba which is snorkeling and scuba diving it's a combination um and he asked me if I wanted to do it for free because he had like an extra um spot or whatever in his lesson like he was the instructor and for snoobing you like you go like it's like 30 feet underwater and you have these like sandbags attached to you it's like all very interesting like I had never heard of it but anyway I was like sure dude like like you work here like I'm I'm at the Great Barrier Reef like this is the best day of my life like I'll do whatever um and so obviously I don't know you trust him because he works there like sir and he asked me to like go down into like the basement of the boat because there were like windows there um to like look into the ocean and like look at all the fish and he was like we just have to go down here to get some bullshit and I was like okay yeah and we went down there and unfortunately he was like grabbing me and touching up on me and like all this shit um and so that was like really, really scary. And were I, there other people on the boat? There were other people on the boat, but not in the basement. Right. So, but I went down there with him because I was like, "You work here. Yeah. Like, you said I need to go get my snooba shit or whatever." Yeah. So I don't know. Um. So that was like really upsetting, but right. I still wanted to um, like, do my own thing and like, right. I didn't want to let that ruin the day or whatever. Right. So I still went snoobing, and I was with these two girls. Um, and we like 
we went out into the ocean or whatever. And unfortunately, this man did continue to like touch me underwater um, while I was alone. Like, damn, so stressful. Um, yeah, so stupid. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's That's totally tough. fine. Like at peace with the situation. Right. Um, but I will literally never forget. Like the whole thing happened and. The snoobing itself was very cool. I saw a right. bunch of little, like, Finding Nemo fishies Aww. and all this stuff. Like, so cool. Um, minus the creepy man. Right. Um, but I will never forget. We got out the water, and the other two girls that were with me, they, like, didn't really want to go snoobing. Like, they didn't want to go that deep, so they were kind of, like, hesitant. Um, and we got out the water after the fact, and they looked at me, and they were like, you're so brave. And it literally almost made me cry because they, like, didn't even know what had happened. Like, they Aww. had no idea and they were just talking about me, like, snoobying or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, thanks, besties. Aww, um, that's Yeah, so that, like, that part sucked. That was definitely, like, the worst experience I had overall, like, pretty much the whole trip. Right. Um, like, my whole time in Australia. Um, and it also sucked because all my friends were at a Billie Eilish concert that day. And I was just, like, they're, like, guys, Aww. I'm alone across the country and had a bad day. Yeah. Um, and so that was, like pretty disheartening and it was like a whole thing i had to literally escape this man right I had to was like, he like young and like non-intimidating yeah he was like like a normal looking dude like he was probably like 24 25 right. like seemed super nice like had said like i see that you're like traveling alone like i just want to help you out and there was another guy on the boat who was the photographer the underwater photographer and shout out him because he like i think he saw something that happened and then after that he was like low-key watching out for me the rest of the day right. Um, which was really nice, but <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It turns out that he had actually done a similar thing to my friends a couple months before on a different <laughs> boat for the Great Barrier Reef. Like wow. my friends had gone to Cannes a couple months before I did, and they came back with this story like, yo, this dude was like trying to kiss us and like grab us, whatever. I come back with this story, and they're like, wait a second. What did he look like? Yeah, we found him. First of all, he had a girlfriend, so boo, big oh, tomatoes to that, sir. Yeah, tell her. Yeah, literally. Um, but we, we found out that it was the same guy, and it was mm -hmm. like, how are we from America right. in Australia, go to the other side of Australia, and get assaulted by the same man? Like, well, men like really are not shit. Targeting, yeah, like, yeah. he's targeting you. He knows that you're alone, mm -hmm. and, like, and that's the thing to, like, look for, and you know, you never know, like, you feel like you're safe, you feel like it's the employee, like, mm -hmm. oh, like, how could they be the one, yeah. and it's like, and you really, you never know, and that, like, was a hard lesson to learn that way, but it definitely, like, made me realize I am, one, not always as smart as I think I am, two, I am alone, and I am small, and mm -hmm. men are scary, so, yeah. like, it definitely made me, um, like realize I guess a lot but it was all fine and like right. the Great Barrier Reef like I was not gonna let anyone Ruin that. take that from me yeah. at all so it was like whatever I still had a bomb ass time I didn't get to go in the helicopter though because um there was like a storm that day so oh. that was that was sad um but I'm gonna go back yeah I, like I know I'm gonna go back okay well I'll meet you there yeah exactly yeah, like, exactly <laughs> um so yeah I think that like that was a big danger I guess that I like obviously you know like be careful when you're traveling um but I think just like literally don't trust anyone yeah like, if they're an employee whatever like I don't know that doesn't make them a good person right so and it's hard to say that and be like oh don't trust anyone mm -hmm. but it's like really like always having your guard up when you're alone because there's Especially no one woman. 
Yeah, like, especially, especially as women. And especially as tiny women. Like, yeah. we're not tall. We're, like, very easy yeah, to just like throw over one. your shoulder. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm literally five foot yeah. and, like, weigh a sack of potatoes. Yeah, like, literally. It's, it's scary because... It, yeah. You know, I couldn't physically fight my way out of a situation. Yeah, and thankfully, like, I wasn't in a situation where I had to, like, escape, escape. But, like, at the end of the day, he had tried to, like, get my phone number or some shit. Right. And, I, and he had, like, asked me on a date after, like, first of all, sir, you literally just groped me in yeah. the ocean. Like, no, I don't want to go out with you. Yeah. Um, but, Read the room. Yeah, like, like my dude. <laughs> um, and so I literally, like, dashed off the boat. Cause I was like, I'm, I'm like meeting friends or whatever and mm. dashed off the boat, got in the first like white van I saw. Cause I thought that it was the van back to my hostel, but unfortunately it wasn't. And so I was stuck in this white van that I like didn't know where it was at for like an hour. And then finally right. I just like got out at a random stop and was like, okay, I think I'm just gonna like, I don't know, call an Uber or something. Like right. I don't even remember what I did, but it was literally like, I felt like I was on like a spy, like escape mission. Yeah. Cause it was just like, I gotta go. Like gotta get myself out of here. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that was negative and that sucked. I'm sorry for the, uh, the, the down, no, downturn that's here. The, that's the, you know, reality of the situation. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it sucks. It really does. There's yeah. no, there's no anything around that. Like yeah. it just sucks that that's what we have to go through. But you know, you being brave enough to like tell your story and like put it out there is going to give another girl the reason to not trust the employee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the next, you know, the next little girl that goes and visits, you know, yeah. whatever is going to be know. like, okay, I'm not going to be alone in a room yeah. with this person. Yeah. Just um, more apprehensive. Yeah. Just watch out for yourself. Yeah. Sometimes people aren't looking out for you. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, when you're traveling alone, you don't have other people to look out for you mm -hmm. like you do when you're at home or yeah. like, you know, you know, sometimes even other girls don't, you know, look, look out, out for, for you. you. So yeah. that's like, that's the worst. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. That's definitely tough. Yeah. So don't just assume that you're safe. Yeah. Is kind of the. Yeah, pretty vibe. much like just like obviously like human beings, like it's good to talk to them and interact with them and like form yeah. human connections, especially when you're traveling. But just like be apprehensive and don't don't trust anybody like or yeah. don't trust everybody I guess yeah um, and don't go anywhere alone yeah or like alone alone yeah like just just use your noggin I yeah. guess trust yourself and if something feels bad it probably is <laughs> yeah exactly um kind of wrapping up but do you have any future travel plans I know we kind of talked about you know COVID yeah kind of ruins everything um but. Yeah, well, my boyfriend and I were actually supposed to go to Canada um, next week to see Brockhampton, oh. but unfortunately, Brockhampton um, broke up, so um. we will not be going to Canada. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but in May, I'm going to um, Cape Cod with, oh, that's the timer. Um, I'm going to Cape Cod with my family, um, and I'm really excited because I used to love going to Cape Cod when I was younger. Mm -hmm. We used to go camping there, um, and... I'm just Cape Cod's beautiful. Yeah, it's one of my favorite places. When I was younger, I wanted to move there. Um, mm -hmm. It's just so pretty. So I'm really excited for that. Um, I really want to go to Japan. Oh, me too. I'm like highly, highly interested in going to Japan. Same. Um, that's that's where I want to go um, next. But my boyfriend is uh, Greek. His mom is from Greece, so he's he wants to go back to Greece again <gasps> soon. Um, so That'll like, I'm not gonna say no to that. Yeah. Like, I definitely want to go to Greece. Um, but Japan is like the goal right now. And so I'm saving up to take like a two week trip there. Yeah. 
That's kind of like our plan with going to Australia yeah. is like to hopefully hit Japan at the same time and yeah. spend like maybe like a week in Japan or something. Yeah, I had, um, I knew a couple people when I was in Australia that did fly to Japan for a couple of days and it was not bad. Like yeah. it, it's really not so. Not compared to flying from here. <laughs> yeah, so it's good to just hit it all while you're like over there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Japan's definitely, all my roommates are like, yo, let's go together. So hopefully yeah. in the next like, Probably two years we'll be yeah. able to go for. That's a big trip. That's like not something you should plan last minute. Like yeah, no. <laughs> for price wise, but also for like just logistically, yeah. especially like um, a country where like not, not really much is like English mm -hmm. and like the signage isn't always in English yeah. and. For um, sure. Stuff like that. Yeah. Logistically, I think, that's, that's a little bit harder to yeah, work out. I would definitely want to plan that trip out like far in advance for like, mm -hmm. like you said, like logistic purposes like getting there and oops sorry seeing stuff and not like knowing what it is and then not knowing what to do like yeah. I think when we go we'll probably plan out like a whole itinerary I also yeah. just like want to know what we're gonna do I know yeah. you like to plan out like, oh yeah the whole whole day <laughs> I'm a planner <laughs> yeah I know um yeah so that's that's the goal and then back to Australia at some point um oh and possibly Italy next year Ooh. Oh, and I'm going to Georgia next month, too. Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Um, my two cousins live there, and I'm going to go down and see if I like it there and possibly skirt my way down there to live Beautiful. in, like, a year or so. Yeah, so nice. that's what I got going on. Do you Fine. have any travel plans besides Australia? Um, tentative. Uh, we will probably be going out to the PNW again nice. uh, soon for a wedding. Nice. Um, so I'm super excited for the opportunity to go back there. Anytime I can go to Seattle, like I want to go. Mm -hmm. Like Seattle's like I've my never been there. Oh my gosh. I love it there. It's like so beautiful. And like, I love the mountains and mm -hmm. I love cities. And it's like, for me, the perfect balance yeah. of nature and city because you can see the mountains from the city right yes. like <laughs> and it's right on the water yeah. and it's it's just so beautiful so um low-key might go out there in like a month or two for nice. a wedding and then um new york city to see my dad yes. which is kind of like always just like a thing that that's happens. cool what part of new york city does he live in he lives in manhattan oh cool that's yeah. so fun so it's like bustling all the yes, time yes it is cool it is the, the place, yeah, you know, so that's really fun. Um, but other than that, we don't have anything bought. Like I don't mm -hmm. have any plane tickets right now. We're yeah. just like kind of sad. Not, like, yeah, <laughs> not like, like her. Who is she? Who am I going to buy? Yeah. Um, but I just got a new um, Frontier credit card and like it came with like a huge like miles nice. sign up. And I was like, ooh, Amazing. I got a free flight somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Got to go somewhere fun. Yes. So. Nothing crazy, but uh, definitely a bunch of things in the works. All the top voyage trips I pushed to 2020. Oh, you, you did? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so Iceland next year um, and a couple other things. Cool. But, That'll yeah. be so fun. 2023 will be busy yeah. for you. Busy, yeah. yeah. And like this year has been really busy with work. So we're like, okay, we, we logistically shouldn't be going yeah. to all these places this year. Um, and also just selfishly, I want to go to new places. Yeah, for sure. So For sure. You got to see new stuff. Yeah, but cool. thank you so much for coming and chatting yeah. about, you know, all the stuff, the world of travel. Yeah, and thank you also for having dip, me. Dippy girl. Dippy girl art. That's me. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you. Hit her up. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>